three, two, one. This is the Mix Zone by Infront Lab. We chat with sports and innovation leaders from around the globe, talking about everything from the newest technologies to major trends affecting our industry. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, we're Infront Lab, the innovation branch of Infront Sports and Media. We use technology to improve experiences and create new opportunities in sports, and help sports and entertainment organizations by bringing them closer to cutting-edge technologies and startups. We cover all sports-related industries, from data to content and everything in between. I'm Marav Severe, head of marketing at the lab and host of this podcast. Athletes nowadays seem stronger, faster than ever before. Just this past summer, we experienced some incredible achievements at the Tokyo Olympics. Technology has, of course, played a part in helping athletes of all sports and disciplines push the boundaries of human performance, helping on both the physical and cognitive sides. One such company is Sensorina, which provides hockey players with professional training in virtual reality. Joining us today is the founder and CEO of Sensorina, Bob Tetiva. Bob, welcome to the Mix Zone. Hi, um, a pleasure being here, and thank you for inviting me. Well, first of all, before we start talking about Sensorina and what it is that we do, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so uh, let me start from scratch. I'm a mechanical engineer, and um, as it uh, happens many times, I have never done that in my life, honestly. <laughs> so I drifted to um information technology and uh product development is actually my expertise so uh, after spending uh, 15 plus years in corporations i moved on to um uh, building up my own startups and sensorina is actually my third startup so far the most exciting um <laughs> i have to say uh, I'm not sure that there is going to be any any fourth one because I'm, uh, as you can see, gray and, and getting old. Uh, so I hope that this is going. This is the the the, the last dance, if I should paraphrase, um, you know, the, the famous series of of, of Netflix, Netflix about Michael Jordan. So, um, what were the first two? The first were um, the first one uh, was uh, uh, a startup, uh, a company. Uh, uh, that uh, um, uh, was uh, producing uh, skiing helmets, goggles, and apparel. Uh, I actually did uh, uh, teamed up with a friend of mine who uh, was an international alpine skier running uh, on the on the world tour. Uh, and when he retired, we started this this journey. Uh, that the company still exists. Uh, I just. Uh, stepped out because mm -hmm. um, I saw more opportunities actually in digital marketing. So my second one was a digital marketing agency, uh, you know, like back like, you know, 12 years ago. And uh, so we, we did you know, mobile apps and uh, social media and all of that. And we started with VR and that actually created the solid base for um, my thoughts on how to leverage the technology for the benefit of the athletes. And is, is it safe to say that you're a winter sports fan? If we're talking uh, about, you know, alpine skiing first, and um, now we're talking about hockey. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to play basketball professionally. Um, uh, so that's my sport number one. And uh, coming from really sport-oriented family, my dad was at two Olympics. I didn't make it that far. Uh, but uh, 
yeah, sport is uh, the, the you know hardly uh, carved in my soul. So um, uh, I, I love what I do. So uh, meaning you know that this is a, a, a crossroad of sport and technology. Um, and to be very honest, um, what are you know people ask me you know do you do this for money or you know I, I honestly I don't I I I just wanna. Um, the most, the, the the highest benefit for me would be, you know, if we make um, a you know a solid um, step into um, establishing a new training method, uh, helping the athletes get better, helping fans to experience uh, more out of the um, the entertainment that sports uh, uh, brings. Uh, so if if that uh, is achieved through the new technology, then I would be absolutely happy. So let's talk a bit about Sense Arena. You already mentioned you had uh, this marketing company that VR started there. How did that build up and become Sense Arena when we're talking about VR? And where did that idea come from for this product? Yeah, it's, uh, um, you know, the whole, we started five years ago. Um, and at that time, you know, I like one expression uh, from one venture, uh, owner of one venture fund that um, you always have to wait till there is a there is a wave coming uh, and then if you have the right surfboard then you can ride the wave uh, those five years ago the technology was here but the water was very calm honestly um, uh, or maybe just a little bit of a hype that does you know there are waves somewhere uh, on the horizon the term was out there, but no one yeah. was really using VR yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and you know nowadays it's it's here, so um, you can see the wave coming. Um, many parties are gearing up for uh, having the right surfboard, and this is not just about you know like using the technology for sport, but in many industries, in in many aspects, uh, you know. Uh, technology, hardware, network, whatsoever. But um, if I go back to, to our start, uh, the whole topic was about, hey, you know, the, the VR is here. It creates opportunities that have not been here before. And how can this influence the, the athletic training and performance so that it can be moved ahead, moved forward, it can uh, help to preserve injuries or it can help uh, in re rehabilitation because, you know, if you have a new opportunity in the technology, it, it would be just, you know, absolute shame not to um, use that. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, what, what we do, in fact, is that uh, uh, we simulate the sports environment. Um, at the moment, it's, uh, it's hockey environment. Uh, where we have a platform for uh, goalies and platform for players. Um, so two different products uh, that have the, their own specifics because, to be honest, you know, these are two different sports. Uh, so two very uh, different methods of yeah. training, both Absolutely. physically and mentally. Yeah, correct. Uh, but uh, in general, what is in common is that you put uh, the, the VR helmet on and you appear on ice in our uh, NHL-sized uh, arena uh, where everything is equal to the reality. The size, the, um, the obviously the, the, the colors, 
uh, even you, the sound um, uh, makes it familiar to you so that you feel like being on ice. And now you can uh, actually start um, simulate situations of, you know, for the player's version, it's about, um, uh, about uh, game scenarios, game situations, just like uh, in the real game. Uh, but with the benefit that you can do this on your own so that you don't have to actually either travel or or seek for um, for your teammates uh, to to uh, to to improve to to practice for the goalies it's obviously about the fact that you uh, are on ice facing shots uh, and there comes a number of opportunities or, or advancements that are not available in the real life, such as that you can enhance the view with visual aids and uh, data tools that help you actually, you know, to get better squared, uh, in, better in your box control. Um, uh, you can improve in reading the release, uh, stuff like that. So the technology actually enhances or helps you to um uh, in, in intensify or improve your practice uh, uh the way that has never been here before and a lot of this is about improving cognitive and the mental side of performance you talk about brain muscles on right. your website what does this mean if you're a hockey player let's say a goalie and you're using Sense Arena. How does it help you train on the mental side? Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a good question, and um, uh, the, the answer is very very simple. Um, you know, if we do uh, the platform the way that you would be making squats or shooting the pucks, that's something what you can do without VR. There is no added added value. Uh, so the uh, the physical. Uh, practice that's something that has been here for ages and you can do it elsewhere but uh, working on on your brain through uh, improving your cognitive functions such as you know reaction times peripheral vision uh, your ability to see multiple moving objects um, your anticipation uh, obviously decision making are things that you can practice typically in games and that means to play hundreds and thousands of games just to get yourself in, you know, hundreds and thousands of reps of uh, making the decisions under stress and under pressure. And we can replicate this with the VR, just, you know, like creating um, the same environment, uh, the, the same stress um, on you, but in a controlled uh, way so that you don't get hurt and you can do it, uh, you know, thousand times out of your garage, living room, basement, wherever. So uh, we, uh, the training is focused uh, for the players really on your hockey intelligence. So it's about decision making, looking for space and time to make the right decisions. For goalies, uh, it goes even further because um, uh, there, there is not that much movement needed. So you are in the crease and then uh, it, it's, it, it's about practicing your technique, your uh, the visual clues, the, the 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 release reading, and you make saves actually uh, in the crease because the pucks travel towards the the goal towards you. We have a special system uh, that we call video drills, where we have hundreds of shooters um, uh, on videos uh, that um, actually match the virtual environment, and whenever there is a release of the pack. We actually mask the pack on the video and replace that with a virtual pack that travels 
uh, to you and you, you make the save and it, it goes to the same spot in the net where the original, uh, the real life uh, shot went. So yeah, therefore you you, you have ultim ultimately endless opportunity to, to practice more. For the goalies, another thing is that uh, we focus really on your uh, work with your active hands. Uh, so we don't force you to go down. So goalies love it because uh, they just, you know, save the wear and tear of their, their hips and uh, their lower body is not uh, that exposed. It allows them to get in the reps without putting the strain on their bodies. You're talking about thousands of thousands of game. I can only imagine how many hours and, you know, how much it saves the toll it saves on the body that you don't have to do this physically, but you do it cognitively. And now, Bob, what type of diagnostics do you provide players? Because you're talking about the chances to improve. So do you provide them with data of some sort? How do you provide it? And what type of data do you provide? Yeah, that's that's very important. Um, and that's another beauty of the technology. Uh, because imagine that uh, I always say, uh, imagine that to be a, a digital cage. So the room that you need for the, the, the practice is something like four by four meters or 12 by 12 uh, feet. Uh, and that uh, space is covered by, you know, it's in fact in, in the digital world. So everything what you do, uh, meaning, you know, where your body moves, uh, your hands, um, your head, we actually track. And these are points that can be then interpreted into uh, data uh, sets. Uh, so um, let me give you an example, uh, say pack tracking for goalies. Um, there is a shot released. Obviously, we know whether you you stare at the puck on the way to you, but more, more importantly, we want to know whether you follow the track of the puck after you make the save or, or there, is a, uh, uh, there is a rebound of you, which is important because there can be another shot um, uh, coming up. Uh, so we, we exactly know where you look. Uh, and what was the percentage of time you kept the puck in, in your side of you. Um, so when you track this throughout uh, the practice, obviously you get data points uh, that then you can interpret to the, to the goalie. Uh, it, it's done the way that you know, every user has it, his own or her own um, uh, user account. So then uh, when they get in, uh, they all the data are recorded to their account. We have a cloud platform that they can analyze their performance. What I didn't say is that um, both of the platforms have um, diagnostic uh, module, uh, and we we um, you know advise all the users to actually after they get uh, used to the platform, say after the first half an hour of practice, to jump into the, this diagnostic module, which is a standardized tool uh, designed uh, with the help of two uh, um, uh, university bodies uh, and that is uh, a tool that actually benchmarks either goalies or players of the same age across the world um, and the benchmark is very very solid and very um, uh, equal or, or valid because uh, if you were to do this on ice somewhere then um, each you know, ring will be different. Each goalie will be different that you would be facing. You would have different teammates to pass you the puck, etc. So all the results will be kind of 
not compromised, but will be slightly different because of the environment you are in. But in our case, when we uh, uh, when you uh, jump into this diagnostic, that typically takes 15 minutes, and you do number of drills there is very very equal, no matter whether you do it in Tampere or Prague or or, or Boston. So you can nicely benchmark. Um, players, goalies, uh, do you do pre-season, mid-season, after-season diagnostic? We use this, especially uh, in the in the case of the pros. They use this for concussion testing to have uh, to have pre-season kind of uh, baseline diagnostic. They call it, and then when unfortunately uh, they 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 encounter some some kind of hit and uh, they don't feel well and they. Uh, have to recover. They follow some process, some procedure, uh, and one of the things that are in the procedures is then to actually test how they will react to uh, the real hockey environment in VR in in Sensarina without the need and uh, to go on ice and actually be exposed to uh, impact from uh, their teammates or or even in the game. And how do you track this? What is it that you get when you purchase Sense Arena? Obviously, there are the VR goggles, but are there, are there certain um, other things that arrive with this packaging? Is if it's a stick that helps you track what the players are doing? Uh, you know, no, it's a, it's 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 very simple. The uh, what you need uh, first is hardware. Um, the helmet is uh, the 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 very um universal oculus quest helmet that you can get elsewhere in in any professional electronic store uh and it's not tailor made for us so that's important you can play other other applications on it or, or games or whatsoever um uh, and then you need um, additional hardware from us which is for the players it's just a little mount haptic mount that uh, you use uh, to actually attach uh, the controller on your own stick so you don't need um, any stick from us so you can use your own stick that you are used to uh, and you just plug in um, uh, the sensor onto this stick through our uh, mount for the goalies uh, it's even easier uh, because they use their their own equipment. You can you can be fully equipped with the whole gear, or you can go really soft just with um, with the gloves, or even without gloves and using just the controllers. If you use the gloves, then we have adapters that uh, actually are used to attach the controllers onto the, onto your your uh, glove and blocker. Uh, and there, uh, that mean, it means that you know actually all it fits into the right positions, so that that um, it's equal to the environment that you are used to on ice. Now, you work both with professionals and with youth. Uh, so first, I want to talk a little bit about the professionals. What are the professional teams, players that you work with, and have you worked alongside them in order to also help improve Sensorine and the product that you provide? Yeah, we have. So if I start, you know, like from top of the uh, pyramid, speaking marketingly, from the marketing angle, uh, we have five NHL organizations under contract that use our system in their programs for goalies and as well as for players. Um, we have, I think, eight or nine NCAA uh, Division One teams, um, and then we have around 50, 60. Uh, I don't know the number from the top of my head. Uh, like private pro users uh, 
um, who uh, contacted us directly without uh, without the you know like the official uh, way through uh, the, the the clubs the teams. Um, so that's that's a solid base, and especially in the goalie world uh, in North America, uh, the use of um, of Sensorina is is huge. We we have uh, it's it's funny that you know two of the uh, um, uh, Team US uh, goalies are in fact uh, our users, uh, Jeremy Swayman and Straussman as well. Um, so uh, for, for the Team Team US, Sensorina is well well recognized and used there. Uh, but then we go down to uh, we have number of youth organizations um, and um, uh, high schools that uh, have the system too. But in in majority. Uh, then it comes to just uh, you know ordinary hockey moms and dads that um, actually get this system for their kids, as I said, for you know like basement or garage training, because it's uh, all affordable, nothing nothing too expensive. Um, you, you besides the hardware, you have to purchase um, a software license from us. You you principally download the, the piece of software into the helmet, which goes uh, over the air wirelessly nicely and then you just uh, log in into the app um, as soon as you have uh, the license i don't want to you know like be too commercial to promote <laughs> <laughs> what's the price but it's 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 affordable and working with these uh, professionals nhl teams have you received feedback from them any work that you've done together with them in order to improve sensory yeah. Absolutely, we we do this through. We have uh, our, you know, first of all, we have organized um, advisory boards uh, on the player side uh, as well as on the goalie side with really uh, renowned professionals. On the goalie side, we have Bill Ranford, who is the goalie coach of the Kings and two times Stanley Cup champion. The, the goalie uh, development is led by Brian Dacourt, uh, who is the goaltending coach of the, the Boston University and then previously the, the goaltending director of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, on the player's side, we have nine years uh, NHL vet Andrew Alberts, who uh, actually runs the development of the product. So. Uh, it's it's you know I'm I'm so happy that when we started this journey uh, it, it was very much done by enthusiasts and and former Czech um, hockey players and and, and technological uh, wizards I would call it and now we are really uh, um, you know in the top tier of, of either existing or former NHL stars who are contributing and and helping us to um uh, fine-tune the product the way that uh, it's really for the benefit of of the athletes in the sport and now in terms of youth athletes like you said it's affordable for mom and dads who want to help their children practice anywhere it may be in the living room or in the basement how powerful is cognitive training especially at this age uh, scientifically um it's called uh, the, i think it's called the spun sponge age of your brain that goes uh, between the age of 10 to 16. So uh, that's the opportunity of window where actually, you know, when you impact or any action that you do uh, is how, sort of recorded by your brain. The more recordings you have, the brain creates patterns then when and that doesn't apply only to sport. But when you are forced to make rapid decisions, kind of 
um, cognitive, uh, you know, unconscious decisions, the brain doesn't have time to really process um, your, your, your conscious decision, but uh, you do the cognitive decision. And that's based on the historical patterns that has been have been created there. So um, that's, that's the point why um, uh, our tool is effective because uh, we, you know, that the, 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 the other uh, nice saying is that if you have a team practice and uh, there is 20 guys on the ice, uh, it takes uh, 60 minutes. Um, everybody is in action pretty much around 10 minutes out of the 60 minutes. And they actually have contacts with the puck on, on, their, on their stick uh, around one and a half to two minutes. So out of 60 minutes, you are in fact touching the puck just two minutes. If you, if you jump into uh, virtual reality, into Sensarina, you have something like four to five times more touches because it's effectively only you actually doing all the mm -hmm. exercises. All, all the other guys are, uh, are uh, virtual, um, artificial with artificial intelligence, but there is nobody standing behind you in line that uh, would you know, do the same, same drill. Uh, and you would be waiting to, to to rest. So the intensity of the reps is important because then your brain within this uh, time period of the 10 to 16 years really, really uh, absorbs uh, all inputs and creates the, the patterns that they are then used for the decision-making process, if it's in the game or in the real life, doesn't matter. Now, you recently announced another round of investment in the company. What is it that you will be using this funding for in terms of continuing to improve Sense Arena and adding to the product? Uh, yeah, I'm very, very happy about the conclusion of the transaction that we, um, as you said, uh, announced, uh, in fact, yesterday. Uh, uh, and that's from uh, from two facts, because that gives us um, uh, a nice runway to uh, follow in the development and actually, um, uh, you know, expand in the team because we uh, believe that the same approach, the same technology can be replicated to uh, other sports. So we have, uh, we call it sport number two, and I'm uh, sorry, I cannot uh, disclose that yet. Uh, you won't tell us just yet. <laughs> no, no, but it's going to be a swing sport, I can, I can okay. say. And so uh, we, we, we don't want to help only uh, hockey players, but we want to, uh, you know, use the same technology, the same approach and bring the same benefits to other athletes as well. So uh, we need money for that for, for sure to, um, to finish that. So uh, going to, to sport number two is, is one uh, point. Uh, the other point is that I very much believe that the, the, the community of sport athletes, active athletes and sport fans, it's, it's a solid, it's, a, it's kind of a, a lifestyle of people that um, live around the globe, share the same passion, in many cases uh, cheer for the same teams, for the same stars and have m many things in common. And uh, what we want to achieve is actually, uh, it's, it's obviously, you know, in the, uh, in the range of the uh, very modern uh, metaverse um, 
environment. So in the metaverse, uh, we are working on a sports metaverse platform that will actually bring these fans and active athletes together around the world so that they can compete against each other, no matter whether they are as you are in Tampere and me in Prague right now, uh, so that, that they can play a multiplayer games together and then socialize and perhaps go for a beer and watch um, the Champions League football or, or an NBA uh, semifinals and um, cheer for the Celtics or the Miami Heats or uh, whoever <laughs> they want. So bridging the gap not only between player and fan, but also between the various different sport types, as you're saying that you, you can come, you can practice hockey together, whether you're a player in Czechia, you're a player in the United States, and then sit together and because you're both NBA fans afterwards, watch a game together, which yeah. it seems that, that where that's where our future is going. And also leads me to my next question. You said just five years ago, you had your surfboard ready, but the wave hadn't come yet. The wave is now here, but what do you expect to be the next wave? Because obviously this is not the end. That's that's not the end. And uh, I have to laugh always when I think, um, you know, when I create business plan, actually, and obviously every, every startup, every company has to have a business plan. And uh, then in a, in a three months, six months um horizon you do a revision of that and you just kind of uh, make a reflection on what has changed uh and i have to tell you that in 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 this you know digital uh, environment in in the vr in the technology the things are so fast that uh uh, now it's May and I've already done two, two new business plans for this year because uh, there has been so rapid development, not only on the technology side, but even on the partnership side. Um, very, very important. So, um, uh, you know, to, to, to express what's going to come in, in five years, it, it, it would be really funny to, uh, to, to do that and bet on that. But um, uh, generally speaking, um, I, I, love the f I love one thing, and that's, you know, that we are sports enthusiasts. We, we want to connect mm -hmm. the, those people around the world. Then there are technologies such as, you know, the helmets from Meta, from, from uh, Sony and others that create uh, the underlying technology that we then use and vice versa, they, they need um, uh, applications and, and the use of their technology. And these two things run in parallel the same direction. So um, we help each other. Uh, they, as soon as they, double, they improve uh, in, in their technology, we can improve in our software and uh, um, our environment. And uh, uh, therefore, you know, there is a rapid uh, evolution on that so uh, I do believe in metaverse in uh, in in a life that's not going to be like a complete second life but uh, in a life that uh, is going to be extended enhanced by the fact that uh, uh, people will socialize and uh, in a different way uh, share the passion as I as I said uh, that is equal around the globe and uh, I think that's that's something that's that's going to be here now for years who's going to um, you know, be the most important there. Nobody knows. And obviously I would love that to be us, uh, but I'm not naive to, to say that we are going to be the only sports in the metaverse platform in the world. So um, everybody's gearing up 
and that's that's the beauty of the competition and uh, at the end of the day um, you and me we should benefit out of the best proposition that will be there 100 and one day i will meet you in that metaverse oh, yeah. myself in tel aviv you in prague and we'll, we'll watch a game together absolutely yeah absolutely well, bob it was a pleasure having you on and learning more about sense arena and wish you the best of luck Marab, thank you once again uh thank you for having me that wraps up this episode of The Mix Zone by Infront Lab. I'm Rob Severe. You can find me and The Lab on LinkedIn. Don't hesitate to reach out and chat with our team about sports tech solutions or last night's game. Enjoyed the episode? Let us know your thoughts on the podcast. And don't forget to rate us. We'll see you next time.